Section 49 of Narratives of Colored Americans. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Narratives of Colored Americans by Abigail Mott and M.S. Wood. The Good Master and His Faithful Slave. Translated from the French. Warner Mifflin, for his candor, affability, and knowledge, was ranked among those who were an honor to their country and their age. He had received from his father thirty-seven negroes, old and young. The day that had fixed upon for their emancipation being come, he called one after another into his chamber, and this was the conversation that passed with one of them. Well, my friend James, how old art thou? I am twenty-nine and a half years old, master. Thou shouldst have been free, as thy white brethren are, at twenty-one. Religion and humanity enjoin me this day to give thee thy liberty, and justice requires me to pay thee for eight and a half years' service, at the rate of twenty-one pounds and five shillings per annum, including in it thy food and raiment, making altogether a sum of ninety-five pounds, twelve shillings, and sixpence owing to thee. But as thou art young and healthy, thou hadst better work for thy living. My intention is to give thee a bond for it, bearing interest at a rate of seven per cent., Thou hast now no master but God and the laws. Go into the next room. Thou wilt find there thy late mistress and my nephew. They are engaged in writing thy manumission. May God bless thee, James. Be wise and industrious in all thy trials. Thou wilt find a friend in thy old master. James, surprised at a scene so new and affecting, shed many tears. Astonishment, gratitude, and a variety of feelings shook his frame. He shed a flood of tears and could scarcely articulate these words. Ah, my master, why do you give me my liberty? I have always had what I wanted. We have worked together in the fields, and I have worked as much for myself as for you. I have eaten of the same food and been clothed like you, and we have gone together on foot to meeting. We have the Sabbath to ourselves. We don't lack anything. When we are sick, our good and tender mistress comes to our bedside, always saying something consolatory to us. Ah, my dear master, when I am free, where shall I go? And when I am sick, thou shalt be as the whites. Thou shalt hire with those who will give thee generous wages. In a few years, thou shalt purchase a piece of land, marry a wife, wise and industrious as thyself, and rear up children, as I have reared thee, in the fear of the Lord and love of labor. After having lived free and happy, thou shalt die in peace. Thou must accept liberty, James. It is a great while since it was due to thee, would to God, the father of all men, that the whites had never thought of trading in thy African brethren. May he inspire all men with the desire of following our example. We, who regard liberty as the first of blessings, why should we refuse it to those who live among us? Ah, my master, who are so good is the reason I wish not to leave you. I have never been a slave. You have never spoken to me but as you speak to white men. I have lacked nothing, either in sickness or in health. I have never worked more than your neighbors who have worked for themselves. I have been richer than many whites, to some of whom I have lent money, and my good and tender mistress never commands us to do anything, but makes us do everything by only saying, please to do it. How shall I leave you? Give me by the year what you will, in the name of a free man or a slave. It is of little consequence to me. I shall never be happy but with you. I will never leave you. Well, James, I consent to what thou desirest. After thy manumission shall have passed through the necessary forms, 
I will hire thee by the year, but take at least one of relaxation. It is a great epoch of thy life, celebrated with joy, and rest by doing whatsoever thou wilt. No, master, it is seed time. I will take my pleasure another time. One day only shall be a holiday in my family. Then, since you will have it so, I will accept my liberty, and my first action as a free man is to take your hand, my master, press it between mine and lay it on my heart, where the attachment and gratitude of James will not cease until that ceases to be, and until that moment be assured that no laborer in the county of Kent will be more industrious than he who henceforth shall be called Faithful James. End of section 49